The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International. Where are you looking for your happiness? Are you looking for it in more money or a better job or more friends or a different family? All of those are just circumstantial. Mm -hmm. but, but true joy is persistent. Special guest Rhonda Dasher describes how Stephen Scott's Proverbs power has impacted her life. When your joy is rooted in what Jesus told you to root it in, and we show you what that is in here, that can't be taken away. Next on Life Today. It's a really special thing that uh, you join us for this time, and uh, we don't take it for granted. I'm James Robinson, my wife Betty, and I welcome you to life today. I'm holding up a teaching series called Proverbs Power. The Word of God has power. Proverbs is a book of wisdom. Steve Scott is, is a marketing genius, many people say. He's very gifted, great entrepreneur, has produced billions of dollars in sales and revenue. Some of the highest sales of particular items ever Steve oversaw, and he was the guy. He couldn't sell anything until Gary Smalley asked him to read Proverbs. Now he has the opportunity to share it and to break it down in, in a whole series that we want to offer you right here that has a study guide. You start out with understanding successful communication because that's really a bottom line. You know, God, he's the word, and the word is God, and the word is with us. And the word transforms us. So that's power, that's communication. But what you communicate is important. And so he talks about breaking through mediocrity. He talks about the power of vision. That's more than dreaming. It's more than just our vision, too, if we get the real one, the greatest one. The happiness secret. Wow, we're going to talk about some today. What makes you valuable? A lot of people feel no worth, no value. Well... That's why Proverbs power is important. So Steve Scott has prepared it. We're offering it to you. And he's, he's got a guest that has been, she might say, in many ways, not only impacted, but transformed because of the insight here. Her name is Rhonda Asher. And Steve Scott is back again. He's been alive today many times because he's a blessing. And he blesses people when he's here. So would you welcome Steve Scott and would you welcome Rhonda Asher to life today? We're glad to have both of you. Thank you. I'm, I'm going I'm to throw it to you, Steve, and let you set Rhonda up. I feel okay, like she'll okay. carry the ball. She already looks to me like she may just run way, way past yeah. us all here. But, but set her up, would you? Yeah. Um, Proverbs did change my life. Gary Smalley got me into Proverbs when I was 26. I'm now almost 70. I'll be 70 this year. Uh, I couldn't succeed. Had no prayers for success. Lost nine jobs in my first six years. And Gary said, I asked him, I don't know what to do. And he said, you know, how'd you like to be wiser than all your bosses? And I said, yeah, right. Well, he got me to read a chapter in Proverbs every day for two years. And it changed everything. Within a couple years, we had made millions of dollars. Life had changed. We had a chance to influence millions and millions of people because I launched, as a result of that, I helped Gary launch his ministry. But, um, but Proverbs is really misunderstood. We think of it as just being 
religious and spiritual goes way beyond that. It reveals laws of living that are just as powerful as the physical laws that govern the physical universe. And until you know them, they hold you down. But when you discover them, they become the very means of lifting you up. And of course, for the believer, we have the Holy Spirit to empower us to actually live what Proverbs teaches. That of course, the best example is the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Solomon wrote the Proverbs, but Jesus lived them. And so we did this series. And uh, uh, a few months ago, I asked Rhonda if she, I knew Rhonda, we were good friends. We had worked together uh, for about eight years. She was in Georgia and, and we, I was in Utah. But she agreed to li listen to him. This is a CD series. It's a mentoring series. Mm -hmm. It's not just the principles. It's actual skill sets on how to apply those to the most important areas of your life. And uh, so uh, your producer asked me if there was anybody whose life had been changed by this. And Rhonda was the first one that came to mind. So Rhonda, which of these has had the biggest impact on your life? Well, I mean, a lot of them. But the... I really was impacted by, and I think this may be just be a passion, it's a passion for me. It's living above mediocrity. I think so many of us have just settled. We want to be better, mm -hmm. but we're just living a mediocre life. And when Steve put this into the book of Proverbs and he said mediocrity, I was like, well, what is it that we're missing? And so I went into and he said, well, if I could show you one thing, that if you did this one thing, that you would have extraordinary outcomes just by doing this one thing. And so he was salting me. In other words, he's salting the listener. Well, what is it? What is it? And so he says, we, uh, Proverbs says, do you see a man diligent in his business? He will stand before kings. And so it's, I said, oh, it's diligence. Well, what is that? What is that? Is that hard work? Because James and I were talking, I was raised in Georgia. I was raised on a farm. We worked hard but it's not necessarily hard work. It's effective partnering. Mm -hmm. So Steve has become a mentor through Proverbs, through the Word of God in my life. And so we're, we're now partnering with you. It's effective partnering. And it doesn't necessarily mean just working harder. Mm -hmm. And I love the example that Steve gives. If, if I need to cut down a pine tree, because that's what we have in Georgia, <laughs> big ones, and I give you an ax, but I give Betty a chainsaw, who is, who is going to get this thing done quicker? Who is more diligent? And I, that just impacted mm -hmm. me because, you know, I believe, and I was speaking with Randy backstage. I said, Randy, the, the, the working world, the real world, the world outside of where we are is, is a little bit different. And I believe people want to be successful. I believe they're working as hard as they know how, but maybe they're missing it. What if we could impact them with this and get them into the Word of God and let the Word of God get into them. Mm -hmm. What could we do to someone that maybe is not even in the Word of God and give them these life principles to help them to become to come out of that mediocrity and to really be successful in a different way? Yeah. So I loved um, how he talked about mediocrity and partnering. Yeah, how you break through mediocrity through diligence and diligence. Solomon did say, mm -hmm. do you see a man diligent in his business? He'll stand, not bow before kings. In other words, he'll be an advisor, a respected advisor of the king. Uh, so dilig diligence is that rare. Well, what is it? If you took every proverb on diligence, you would see it has eight component parts. It always involves effective partnering. It involves gaining a clear and precise vision, and we show you how to do that. It involves uh, 
how to work smart in a situation versus working hard. Uh, all these elements, it shows you uh, one of the things that we've now added to it that I didn't see originally was how to live in the moment. Mm. Did you know that, that we now know that people spend 80% of their waking moments living either in the past or the future? The past could be 10 minutes ago. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The future might be what's for lunch. But when you're in the future or in the past, it robs you from the moment that you're in. And guess what? God dwells in the moment. He doesn't dwell in the future. He doesn't dwell in the past. So you missed experiencing the reality of God. So as part of this uh, uh, session on diligence, we actually show you how to come into the moment. Anytime you have anxiety, stress, worry, or fear, your mind is in the future. Anytime you have- Or it could be held captive by the past. Well, that's what we're gonna get next. The, when it's held captive by the past, that is anger, resentment, sadness, discouragement. All those come when our mind is focused in the past. So we show you how to use those red flags so all of a sudden you feel discouraged. That's a red flag saying you're in the past. Come back into the moment. All miracles happen in the moment. And we take this not only out of Proverbs, but John chapter 4, Jesus is sitting at a well. And this woman comes up. And Jesus engages her. He says, woman, give me something to drink. And she says, how is it that you, a, a Jew, are talking to me, a Samaritan woman? Yeah. And we see out of that, she becomes a believer in the Messiah. And she goes back to her village and she recruits men and they come out and they become believers. And Jesus spends two days discipling a bunch of Samaritans, all because he was in the moment. Think for a minute, mm -hmm. if he had been in the past, even 10 minutes, if he had been thinking, oh, Father, uh, how long am I going to have to referee between James <laughs> and Peter? I'm so tired of that. She comes to the well, gets her water, and goes. A whole village isn't evangelized, isn't yep. discipled. How about he's living eight hours into the future? Father, I can't wait till tonight when it's just you and me. We'll spend all night in fellowship. She comes, she goes. How about if he's 10 minutes into the future? Father, I hope they bring something back for lunch that tastes good. She comes, she goes. Nothing happens. But he wasn't in the future. He wasn't in the past. He was in the moment. So we have the miracle of her transformed life and then a transformed village. And after the resurrection, we had a bunch of Samaritans go out and proclaim Christ as the risen Messiah because he was in the moment. I will tell you, most people miss miracles every single day in their life because they're not in the moment. So that's a big teaching that we now teach in the diligence session. In fact, there's about 40 minutes on it. And that alone changes your life that night. I want to touch on this because it's another one of the teachings from Proverbs. You talk about vision. Mm -hmm. So when you talk about living in the moment, you could be to some, and that's why it's so important to get the whole series, get the whole package right. of the Proverbs because mm -hmm. it's all there for us. But you talk about vision. So vision sometimes does have something to do with the future. Yes. And the more the vision we have, which could be our hopes and our dreams, nothing wrong with that. Right, no. You know, that, that's, that's fine. And we don't we need our hopes and dreams to be foolish or totally uh, a selfish ambition mm -hmm. driven and demonically controlled. We don't need that, but to have those dreams. But if we can step up to where we catch the vision of the Lord, see things from his point of view, yes. that's a healthy vision. And you have to live in the moment, by the way, to get in that to get place back. to where you get that <laughs> see, vision. 
that's the thing. People say, well, does that mean I don't plan anymore? No, you're planning in the moment for the future. In fact, it says the plans of the diligent bring about sure advantage. So there's, it's great to plan. We show you specifically These are how neat to do little that. tweets. Do you know that God was the first yes. great tweet master? <laughs> and it's just like he's speaking this oh. way. It is almost like a great tweet, a great thought, a great truth <laughs> that is transforming power. Remember how we got, remember how we got Proverbs is Solomon was 12 years old when he took over the kingdom of Israel and he was scared beyond imagination. And, and God appeared to him in a dream and he said, what would you ask of me? Mm-hmm. And he says, I just ask that you grant me wisdom that I might rightly judge your great people. Wow. And God said, because you just asked for wisdom, you didn't ask for length of life or riches or the life of your enemies, I'm going to grant you more wisdom, more glory, more wealth than anyone before you or after you. Wow. Okay. Well, that's what we have. And then what we do where we go just one step further is we take the proverb and we show you specifically how to apply it so you can apply it to your marriage, your business, whatever. And you know, you've got one here too that a lot of people are rightly interested in and that's joy, happiness. And uh, I think you wanted to make some kind of a point on that. And we don't have a, a lot of time. That's why people need to get the whole series and get all of it because then you have plenty of time. And you can listen at your own time frame. But I love, happiness is I big. love the happiness secret because so many people are seeking happiness. And we, we get confused when we don't get the things that we want and it, it inadvertently affects our happiness. And so we're seeking something that really isn't even there. And I love in the, how he talks about in the, in the series of just gratefulness. Wow. What has happened to us, just, just our gratefulness of, of what we do have. And he goes on in the series to talk about things that keep us from being happy. Entitlement. You know, we deserve this. No, we, we really don't deserve. We, we deserved punishment, but God was so gracious to us that... So what happened there? Um, If we can get some of these thoughts right, then could it be that our joy is inside what we're not utilizing? Um, Envying people, envying what people have, and so you don't want them to have it, um, and you want what they have, and it it just confuses. It it is, but I I loved it because it, it gave me hope, and I believe it will give the readers, the listeners hope. Is what, where are you looking for your happiness? Are you looking for it in more money mm-hmm. or a better job or more friends or a different family? All of those are just circumstantial. Mm-hmm. But, but true joy is persistent. It's constant. I just have an inner joy. And that is a peace that I don't, I don't think the world knows, but I, I think they long for it. They do. And so in, getting into that book of Proverbs and saying, hey, you know what? You're searching for the wrong thing, but I can show you where that true peace and happiness comes from. So we're not just, you know, thrown out the window when our circumstances go to yeah. pot. We're not moved by our circumstances. We're, we're moved by the joy of the Lord. And that, I believe it just yeah. spills out when people are like, you know, I want that. It becomes your strength. Yes. It's not only the joy that you have in the Lord, but the Lord having joy yes. in us. I live with a grateful heart. I really believe, Steve, that that, that contributes as much to happiness. Yes. Oh, I it, don't have to hunt a feeling no. to be gratitude, <laughs> grateful. I just look at the beauty of God everywhere I look and yes. I have an opportunity to love people. But you're the, you're the exception, not the norm. And that's sad. So, so we show people 
how to, what we call treasure hunt. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you can take any adversity. I've, I've, I've had a ministry with people who've lost children. And, and that's, we have. That, and you have. And it's the, it's the single greatest source no of question. grief and no, sorrow no a person can experience. And yet, when we show them how they can actually treasure hunt that, believe it or not, that even in the greatest adversity, mm -hmm. you're a perfect example. Your mother was raped. Yes. That's horrible. But you were the child that came out of that, and you've blessed millions. Yes. As a couple, you've blessed tens of millions of people. No question. Okay? Well, that's, that's us treasure hunting that situation. So we show people, Gary Smalley taught me that one. But we also show you how to have a joy that can't be taken away. You could get cancer tomorrow. Yep. You could be killed in a car wreck tomorrow. You could lose everything. You could lose your ministry. And yet, when your joy is rooted in what Jesus told you to root it in, and we show you what that is in here, that can't be taken away, Absolutely. ever. And one of the greatest joys. Thank, yeah, let's thank Steve and, and let's thank Rhonda, both of you. I, uh, here's one of the things that I want, I want to say, and by the way, all this incredible Proverbs power is available in a teaching series and where, where Steve really is blessed of God to just share this in a way that, that it'll be imparted to you. I really believe that's part of the communication skill God's given him, <clears throat> but Steve, I don't, I don't know that I have any greater joy mm. than giving somebody else life. Amen. And it's the greatest gift we can give. And, and we share it in our witness and the proclamation of the gospel and hopefully the demonstration of the power of the gospel in our lives. When you reach out to someone that's been overlooked, but God didn't overlook mm. them, and someone that God's looking for a channel through which to flow his love toward that person and you let it flow, that's joy unspeakable, full of the glory, the presence, and the power, and the peace of God right here. I want you to look right now. I promise you this. You're not only going to be moved, not only emotionally moved, but listen, you will be, but more than that, you're going to be moved by the Spirit of God to give the greatest gift in love, the gift of life. What a joy. That's joy unspeakable. Watch. Death due to malnutrition. It's why so many of these small graves are dug daily at this cemetery in a place called Catumbela. It's in villages like these where the death cycle starts off as simple hunger pains. Each day, mothers struggle to find enough food for their children, all the while hoping and praying that their children won't be next to succumb to the ravages of starvation. On a recent trip to Angola, Life's Mission team member Sheila Walsh witnessed firsthand the devastating toll of malnutrition. This is Maria. She's, she's like me. She's a mom. The only difference is that Maria was born in Angola. And her little baby girl, Maria, was born in Angola at this time when there's such a crisis going on. You're never going to believe it, but this precious little girl who weighs six pounds is one year and seven months old. 
a year and seven months, and she weighs six pounds. I, I don't know if you can, oh, darling, I don't want to hurt you, but can you see her skin? I, I didn't understand this before I got here, but with severe malnutrition, the first organ to shut down is the skin. It's as if all the reserves go to try and protect what's left inside. So as you can see, her skin has begun to literally peel off her body. James and Betty, you have sat here over and over and over through the years, faithfully serving and feeding millions. But I know you'll see this. This is a fresh crisis. This is a fresh urgency. This will not wait. We talk about life where it's needed most, where it's needed most is right here, but even more than that, where it's needed most is in the villages where these darling children live. They need our help, and they need it now. Wow, and Sheila, you're just such a precious gift. Sheila, we love you. Thank you for helping us at Life and Life Outreach, Life Today. Share the love of Jesus. It's beautiful to watch it in you. And yes, Betty and I have been there for 50 years. I've been traveling to the ends of the earth to proclaim the gospel 25 years. We marched into hell for a heavenly cause. That's what we've done with the mission fields. Now then to have someone like Sheila and others that are able to communicate that is such an incredible blessing because she's affirming what we've told you for years and she also gets to see the power of love working. Betty, when you listen to Sheila there and you see that little girl, I just, I, I, I would like us to kind of pull her little face back up just real close and you just look at this precious little child and the skin is just literally dying and then she's so precious and she doesn't know what anybody's talking about. But that little, child, that little girl could have a life and someday have her own little girl and have a marriage and have the joys that we've experienced and I want it for them. I want it, Sheila wants it, and, and the missionaries want it. I believe you want it, but here's the deal. We can give it to her. Betty, our, our viewers can give mm -hmm. that little girl a future. Absolutely, we've just shown you what real hunger looks like. Have you ever been hungry? Maybe you got up early one morning, you didn't, you skipped breakfast, you didn't have time. But boy, by noontime, you say, man, I'm getting kind of hungry. So you go stop, grab you something, a bite to eat, or you go back home and get something out of the refrigerator. Oh, I feel better, I got to eat something. Can you imagine? That's not hunger. This is hunger. They go days and weeks without food. These precious children never have a chance at life because they don't know what it's like to be able to eat at least one meal a day when we usually eat three meals a day. I hope your heart's been touched by what you just saw. Sheila out there on the field, she knows what it's like. She's been there just like we have. I want you to let God show you what you can do to help these precious children. They're worth it. You have children, you know everything you can do for them from your heart is worth it. You give everything for them. Well, we need to give what we can give to help these children. Please join with us. Let's give them a long life. We can do it. We've saved the lives of way over 10 million little children like that. Most of them were able to get to in the feeding centers where we have set up with the missionary's direction right on the site right now to feed over 400,000 malnourished. That's one of the extreme cases you saw there. The feeding keeps them from getting there, but your love also provides for that last ditch effort, you might say, to save them. And so often it works. If you can give $100, 
to feed 10 children like that, would you do it right now, please? $50 or 30 for five or for three. Keep this in mind because we're really blessed in many parts of the world where we can do even more than you might think. $1,000 feeds 100 kids for the next months. Could you do that? We have special gifts to send you. Any gift, we're sending you the very first lesson on communication with a study guide. And then the other lessons, if you'll make a gift of $100 or more, we'll send you the beautiful canvas if you make a gift of $1,000 or more. Some of you can do it. You'll be glad to do it. And you'll also get the Proverbs power teaching. Would you do that right now? Thank you for making that call. Thank you for making that gift. In impoverished and drought-stricken areas of Africa, children are suffering. The need is great, and without food, they face severe malnutrition, even death. With your support, Life's Mission Feeding Outreach can save lives by feeding and caring for children in the hardest-hit areas of Angola, Mozambique, and South Sudan. With previous reserves gone and mission feeding helping in areas with severe crop failure, we urgently need to replenish our food supplies to reach 400,000 children who are counting on us. Your life-saving gift of 30, 50, or $100 will help feed and care for three, five, or 10 children for three full months. And with your gift of any amount, we'll send you Proverbs Power, Successful Communication. This powerful CD series, along with Study Guide featuring Stephen K. Scott, unveils the secrets to incredible wisdom found only in the book of Proverbs. This series will give you the tools to transform your relationships in life. With your gift of $100 or more, request the complete Proverbs Power Library featuring five power-packed sessions that include the power of vision, breaking through mediocrity, and much more. Finally, with your gift of $1,000 or more to help feed and care for 100 children, be sure to request the Bridge of Faith framed canvas print by Thomas Kincaid. Please call, write, or make your secure gift online today. You know, I really believe that, um, I don't know, someday in heaven, I'm gonna see a lot of mothers they're going to say thanks to me and Betty because they found out we shared with you how you could give their child life and how then they found Jesus gives us life forever. I mean, a lot of thank yous, not just because we shared, but because you cared enough to share. Thank you. We want to share the power of the Proverbs with you. This is a great teaching series, and we'll be saying thank you would you join Betty and me saying thanks to Rhonda and to Steve for being a blessing to us today. Bless you on your journey. All you do for his glory. Thanks for watching. Thank you so much for caring about others and for sharing.
Become an ambassador for life and feed the hungry, give water to the thirsty, and bring hope to the hopeless. When you raise funds for life, you change lives. Contact Life today. Life Today is made possible by the supporters of Life Outreach International. Your gift will be used exclusively for the exempt purposes of life. The ministry features specific outreaches as examples of the programs it supports and conducts. Gifts are considered to be without restriction as to use unless explicitly stipulated by the donor. The ministry is a member of the ECFA.